Welcome to Unbind with Bindable. I'm your host, Jocelyn Getson, Chief Growth Officer at Bindable. Digital transformation, innovation, elevated customer experiences. We've all heard it before. Insurance can no longer prioritize the old way of doing things ahead of providing exceptional client experiences. But while everyone's talking about the why, it's the how that often feels vague and aspirational versus clear and actionable. So today we are joined by Brian Gabe at CSAA Insurance Group. In his role, Brian has led the implementation of new technologies and innovative risk transfer solutions for new and existing insurance products. And considering that CSAA Insurance Group has been serving AAA members for over 100 years, he's the perfect person to speak, to, to speak with about how to innovate within a legacy carrier and how to leverage tech to not only remain relevant, but to develop and launch new cutting edge products. Welcome, Brian. Thanks very much for having me. Oh, absolutely. And I love to start at the beginning. So how did you get your start in insurance and, and what led you to the role that you have today? Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I hear a lot that uh, not there, surprisingly enough, perhaps uh, a lot of people uh, as, as young children don't aspire to be insurance professionals, yeah. but um, I, I, I certainly was, was not right, one There's of my... no insurance uniform to dress I, up in, right? It's not I, like I, the no, police I, officer, I, got, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've got, um, I've got a five and seven year old right now and, and, and neither one of them um, have that aspiration. But for me, you know, um, I started actually my career in, in consulting. I did management consulting for um, the first for six or seven years, um, and I got to see a, a lot of companies that were that were really fantastic, and I got to experience a lot of different industries. And um, and and for me, um, that uh, my my last client was actually uh, was actually AAA, um, and I saw the 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 great organization. I saw the the, the great brand presence. Um, I saw the, the the people, and 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 I think what was also really important to me was that everybody I knew. Um, had a had a triple A story, <laughs> and yeah. um, everybody, you know, there, there's there's something to be said for an organization that that really kind of is all about being there for you when you're stranded and truly need it most. Um, and it's, so that's it's what, true. And I, and they really even started even with you know printing out maps for your trips and like really being a resource, like value add services, which is yeah, and and of course being there when when your car is broken down too, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, so so I've I've um, I, I've been at AAA um, at CSA Insurance Group now for um, for for over eight years, and you know, I, I think that while while I mentioned a lot of things that kind of brought me here, what, what what's really kept me here has been kind of a, a the those those same things along with kind of the the great opportunity that we have and kind of what what's uh, a lot of it a lot of exciting stuff that that we've been growing in, and I'm sure we'll we'll, we'll dive into today. Yeah, I love that, and well. And, and I think you're hitting on, on what a, my next question, which is really, you know, our industry is, is known to be a, a little slow to change. You know, it's not a, sure. not a dig on anybody. It's just the, the where we are in, in our industry. But how, how do you at CSAA, um, and just as a, as a leader in, at the company, foster a culture of innovation? Absolutely. And, and I, I guess probably what are some of those challenges, right, to, to do <laughs> innovation that you're finding? I think, I think you know, rarely do you, do you get it all right the first time, right? right. Um, I, I think you have to, you have to learn. Um, I think that, uh, you know, there, there are some, some maybe industries that are, 
that are known for being fast paced, like, like retail or, or there's, there, there's really many examples. Um, but, and, and I think that insurance probably isn't one of those first ones that come to mind when you think about fast moving industries and that's, that's perfectly, that's fine. There's a lot of great aspects of insurance that do come to mind, like stability and, um, you know, and, and really, you know, I think it touched on kind of the AAA promise about being there where our, when our members, you know, truly need it most. Um, but I think, you know, one of the, the, the we, we've experienced it a lot, right? We've, we've gone yeah. through a, a bit of a journey with regards to how we think about innovation, how we think about growth. Um, I think our industry as a whole has, um, ha has really advanced in the last 10 years um, quite a bit. Um, you know, we, we saw the, the advents and the rise um, of, of, of InsureTech as a word, right? Uh, I don't yeah. think that, it still may, may not be a common vernacular, but, uh, but right. I think it, it's definitely something that within the venture community is, is well understood at this point. Um, and I think that's because of a lot of the opportunity that the, 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 the industry presents. Um, yeah. And so for, for us at, at, at CSAA, we've, we've worked on our, the, the, the cultural element of, of innovation for, for quite some time. Um, we've, you know, a number of years ago, we, we trained the entire company and literally every employee went through um, design thinking training. Um, we've, right. we've, we've had programs where we've pulled employees out of their, um, their day jobs for a period of time and put them in rotation assignments. Um, we've had we've had growth challenges. Um, still to this day, we have a, a, a what we call our, our growth board that ultimately makes decisions. High level executives at our company um, with kind of buy in across the organization that help wow. make those those critical decisions. So we've we've experimented a lot. Some things have worked. Some things haven't. Um, and uh, I think we're we're still we're still working on it. Um, we're, we're we're certainly a work in progress. I think that's great though, to give your employee base that exposure and that, and that education and awareness, because I think the risk of not doing that is you're dependent upon your potential vendors to educate you too. And, and that means in a lot of cases you're being sold and not necessarily always uh, getting the full, the full scope of, of what's possible. And so, and also working for a carrier working with a, a tech company, you know, it's sure tech, but it's a tech company. Uh, a lot of them out there are, are led tech first and not always insurance first. Um, and that means that it's how you work with a tech company, you know, how you develop what an MVP is, what that acronym means. So that's great that you've really given that exposure to your team. That seems rare to me, at least from my experience, breaking down the silos, right? Yeah, it, it, I think you know, um, it's it, it it it's one of those things where, um, at at the end of the day, um, the, the 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 mission of the organization is is ultimately to 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 be there for our members, right, and to um, and to to really make insurance simple, proactive, and for us personal, um, and and so if if you can in, enable your employees to, to, to do that. That's a, that's a critical piece. And um, I think you, you touched on kind of the, the external ecosystem as well. Um, you know, th there absolutely are significantly more companies involved in this space than there were before. Um, and, and I think for us, it's, it's been really 
critical to, to start with problems and not necessarily start with kind of those companies, right? Because if you understand your pain points, if you understand kind of where challenges are within your business, there's a lot of companies out there that you can work with, you can help, that, that, can, that can help on that, that journey. Um, but I think that's been a, a critical piece for, for us has been truly starting with, with, with customer problems or with, with business problems. Right. And your product, Mobilitas, you know, is designed really uh, to service, or at least from the outside in, the way I, I view it is to service rideshare drivers and fleets. Mm -hmm. And it's, to me, it's a prime example of the need to address the increasingly blurred lines between traditionally siloed, like this is a personal lines product, or this is a commercial lines product. And um, so t it seems to me as kind of so solving a you know, really an evolving product that there's not much of a difference between my personal life and my business life. It's all very blurred by devices and the, the cars that I'm driving. So tell, tell us a little bit more about Mobilitas and like what the genesis of it and what you were trying to achieve with that product. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, Mobilitas uh, has, has I, I've been fortunate enough to be, uh, to, to have, have been involved with it since since its incubation, um, and the the idea for Mobilitas was really born back in in 2017. So goodness gracious, five years ago now. Time really really flies. Um, but the the concept was really really that that we saw the 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 continuation of the blurring the lines between the personal insurance segment, particularly in auto. Um, and the commercial segment, right? Um, there's a lot of examples. Uh, we can talk about kind of um, the, uh, at, at the time, I think there was, you know, there, there was still ongoing legislation with the, the transportation network companies. There was, there was the, the advent of all kinds of subscription-based solutions. There were, there were lots of changes going on. And I would argue that there, there, there still are. Um, but the, 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 the goal of, of Mobilitas was to really bring some of those expertise that we had in the personal lines uh, insurance arena with, with very, very finite solutions and, and bring some of that to the commercial space. So the, 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 first, the first product we brought to market was for car subscription companies. Um, and you know at the time, and this, this is, this is, there are still a lot of subscription companies around, but at the time, so there were every OEM you could think of had a program where they would combine a lease with a, um, with a, well, maybe with in insurance, with DMV service, service contract, all kinds of stuff. All of it. Yeah. Yep. And yep. so, Perfect. so we ultimately brought uh, our first product to market that, that was much more tailored to these the subscription companies in that we leveraged more personal lines rating programs for what was really being addressed mostly through a, a rental car program, which wasn't as, which I would argue was holding back an industry. Um, and that was just our first product. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're proud today to, to partner with, with Lyft for um, their, the blanket program in 18 states. Um, we've got a number of new mobility kind of customers today. Um, uh, Cruise is a great example of that, the AV company in, in San Francisco. Um, 
And so, uh, anyway, we're 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 excited to uh, to to be working with this bit in this space. It's great to see that growth and that adoption, and and kind of taking what's happening in the in the you know in the world, a real life example of of what your customers are going through and and their risks that are emerging because of you know new industries and gig economy and et cetera. Um, and, and what like from that kind of uh, you know, birth of a, of a product, what, what learnings from that experience can you share with other MGAs and insurance providers? Is there anything that if you could look back and gosh, I would skip these five steps or when you look at new products, is there a different approach that you take based on the learnings that you had? Sure. Yeah. You know, um, I would argue we're, we're still very much learning. Um, and, yeah. uh, and our, our, we, we have a, uh, we, our, our, our new, um, actually not that, not that new anymore, but um, we have a, 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 a our, our executive vice president of, of Mobilitas, Julie Brown, um, is, has been bringing, continuing to bring new products to market for us and, and, and partner with additional um, new mobility companies. But it, I think if I think about kind of some of the, the really early days, um, what, what I think was really advantageous for us was that we thought about kind of what our strengths were as a company, like what we, what, what, what were those proprietary gifts that we were, you know, particularly good at, right? And, and we tried to mash those up with those companies that had needs um, or, or niche opportunities to fill. I, I mentioned kind of subscription vehicles at, at, at the time, you know, those were being handled by rental car contracts, which I don't know if you've ever rented a car from, uh, you know, a traditional rental place. But if you've noticed the rates that they offer you are just a little bit higher than your personal insurance rates, right? And by a little bit, yeah. I'm very much exaggerating. A lot, yes. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's because people don't drive their their rental vehicles the same way. Right. Right. You uh, go over that speed that bump a lot faster. You just yeah. do. <laughs> you're not right. Yeah. You, you, yeah. you, you don't, you don't have as much care. Right. Whereas yeah. if you're in, let's say, a leased vehicle, um, right. you know, maybe maybe you, you know, you, 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 you are on the line for some of those for the brakes or the for the, 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 you know, all the parts involved there. And yeah. so um, subscription vehicle was in between those. Right. right. And and we saw that opportunity. We saw those those strengths we had in the organization. And let's say with the, the the more finite kind of rating variables, and we were able to bring that to bear. And, and it was something that I think the market reacted well to. Yeah, no, I and it's it, it really gives the convenience too, which is the other kind of buzzword of that, you know, which which is just a reality of customers want convenience. They don't want to overthink it. They don't want to become an insurance expert. They're, they're like, this is how I'm going to use this object or how I'm going to, you know, live my life. Just, yeah. could you just fit it around me? And it sounds like, uh, but I like that. It's like matchmaking of just here's, here's what I have. Here's my skill sets. And then, you know, finding that counterpart that that's in need. And it, it really, um, it's a great approach to how you work with, how to work with tech. Um, and I'm going to stick on the auto space for a minute, but it is a kind of broader question. Um, obviously, you know, Elon Musk is uh, is out there saying quite a bit and, and taking on quite a bit. Uh, the underwriting, really keeping everything, you know, at least it seems like under his own umbrella for now. Um, do you think we're going to see other auto manufacturers, other OEMs take that similar approach? Do you think it's because it's the self-driving component of it that maybe he's he's taking more of an interest because it's 
you know, a great way to also protect from, uh, from scrutiny uh, is to just pay the claim. But um, I mean, what are your thoughts on, on what's happening at Tesla and how that might impact the rest sure. of the industry? It's a, it's a great question. And I think that there are far more kind of unknowns in that space than there are knowns at this point. Um, you know, I, I do think that OEMs have access to proprietary data that let's say a, a traditional carrier may not. Um, and I think that that's, that's going to be kind of very advantageous. Um, I also think that, you know, most OEMs um, are not uh, you know, are, are, are not historically are not insurance companies. And so as a result, um, there's a, there's a lot of learnings that are going to go on there. And, um, while, while I certainly see it is, you know, there, there's a number of, um, OEMs beyond Tesla, um, entering into that space right yes. now. Um, I think it's, it's yet to be seen kind of the, the depth and, and breadth of those programs. Um, but I, I do think there is kind of opportunity for those. I also think that creates additional opportunity for carriers for, for, for partnership opportunities and to you know, em, embrace basically what will be the additional kind of technology components and, and, and um, inputs coming off of, of those vehicles. So I think, I think it broadly creates opportunity, um, certainly for Tesla, but, but also for, for a lot of different players. Well, and it gets back to your your point earlier of what do they have an abundance of in this case, which is which is data and insights sure. that no traditional underwriter is going to have in their book of business beyond maybe consumer behavior. It also gives the opportunity to maybe get away from rating factors like credit score, others, and and mm -hmm. get real time information. But it is, I, I agree, it's such early days. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how that yeah. forms. Yeah. And how yeah. I think uh, less risk averse OEMs, you know, the partnerships that that continue to develop in that space to help control the experience, but not necessarily take on all of all of the risk that, that comes yeah. into play. Um, so what is your approach, you know, to leveraging tech? So, you, I mean, that's such a broad word tech, in, in my opinion, tech does not solve um, all problems. And, and I think you said that earlier as well. I mean, you could have a system that's not functioning and maybe that system just shouldn't even exist. Or I think, uh, you know, we're seeing the elimination of passwords on devices and, it's, you know, mm -hmm. passwords were not only a cyber risk, but also the number one call that a lot of uh, device manufacturers are getting. How do I reset my password? It's like a big, so just, let's just remove it. So it's like, instead of solving around these individual problems, how do we maybe skip? So, but what is, so how do you approach kind of leveraging different technologies at different points of the value chain and then um, whether it's a new product development or even applying it to an existing product that you have already that maybe there's a way to improve how do you take that approach because there's just so much to evaluate sure. where do you start sure you know well i think we, we we touched on kind of the 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 new product development with uh with mobilitas earlier so maybe i'll i'll, I'll talk a little bit about kind of existing products as well um you know at at, at, at CSAA, we've got, um, you know, we're, we're, we're fortunate enough to be trusted by many, uh, you know, many, many members um, across the United States um, in 23 states in Washington, D.C., and for, for personal lines, home and, and, and auto. And in, in both of those, in, in both home and auto, I think um, our, our, our efforts need to be focused on how we continue to add value for 
for those members. And so, um, you know, I also mentioned this earlier, but really kind of starting with starting with those real kind of business or, or, or customer challenges. Um, one example that, that um, we, we've, we've shared previously has been around our, our work with, um, with Lyft a number of years ago. So it, I mentioned we've been, we've been at this innovation journey for a little while, but about five years ago, we partnered with Lyft to offer credits as an alternative to traditional rental vehicles. And we did that not because um, the, the, the process was broken, but because we heard from members that this the, the, the process simply of, of kind of getting a rental vehicle for shorter duration kind of uh, claims when the your car was in the shop for, let's say, a day or two, the hassle associated with getting that vehicle and getting it back and then getting to the shop and all that sort of stuff was, was you know, somewhat, somewhat problematic. And so, you know, rather than say, how can we, can, you know, and, and we absolutely, as an organization, made that process significantly better. But we also said, look, how can you also eliminate it altogether? Kind of like the password example you just touched on, right? Um, so that was, uh, that was, I think, one example of, of um, leveraging, not necessarily technology, but, but changes in society and, and new forms of getting around to ultimately bring inside of our, our kind of insurance product. Um, on, the, on the home side, not necessarily from a customer perspective, but we also um, you know, work with, with, with uh, uh, the industry on, on, on bringing in new insure techs. An example of that is, is we are, we're early partner and uh, investor in, in Cape Analytics for, um, for leveraging geospatial imagery in, in underwriting on the homeowner side. Um, but I think that the, the moral of this was, was really that, that you, have to, you have to be creative and you have to kind of start with those real kind of business problems or, or customer problems and then, and then seek those solutions from there. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It's like having the customer in your boardroom in a way or like in that, in that whiteboard is really having those personas and thinking through their experience. And, and, uh, and I, I think, I think that's been a missing part in, in a lot of industries, certainly, but I definitely think in insurance, because we think of the touch point being sale and claim. And, mm -hmm. and there's that in between of, and, and I mean, claim is obviously where you can, there's a lot of opportunity for improvement of just reducing friction, but there's, there's just those touch points of just uh, what other services, what other opportunities did you know, creating awareness of, of the differences in your product and, and Hey, if you were to have a claim that this is, an offer. So it's like, I think it's great to have things that can be used just as much for marketing and for messaging yeah. and education and differentiation as it can for really creating a, a brand advocate, you know, and, and somebody who will only buy their insurance from you because of the experience that they had. So, um, but I think putting that customer front and center is, is great to hear. And it's, and it's exciting to see that it's happening more and more um, in, in new product development. Um, and I love how you've innovated around the existing. Um, and, you know, so what I like it's we've talked on a, a, a lot of different areas here, but what do you think is actually having the biggest impact on innovation today? And, and I guess the follow up is like, how do you see that uh, innovation and uh, like in insurance evolving as, as yeah. uh, the, over the coming years? Yeah, well, I, I think, you know, we, we, we touched on kind of earlier the 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 external, let's say, outside of traditional carriers. Um, the, the, the growth of InsureTech and um, over the last five, 10 years has, has been very large. Um, 
but I think, you know, even I think a lot about kind of the future and we've certainly as a, as a society right now, got some pretty, pretty large, um, some headwinds, right. Um, with regards to whether it's, um, growing inflation or, or, uh, you know, a, a potential opportunity, you know, if, if there could be a recession in front of us here. Yeah. Um, but it, I think that also is, um, you know, recessions are, are, are always difficult to, to, to navigate, but some of some really fantastic companies have been have been born and some really great ideas have come out of recessions. In fact, some, I would argue some of the, the greatest companies we still have today, whether that's like, you know, the, the GEs or the Disney's of the world, those, those came about from the great depression. Right? IBM. Yeah. All of them. Right. Yeah. They doubled and if down you look at even, sales and growth. Yep. Yeah. And if you even look at, for example, the, our, our most recent recession, we lost, we got some pretty fantastic gig economy companies like, Airbnb and and Credit Karma, Uber, Square. I mean, there's a lot of fantastic companies that have been born out of harder times, right? And I think yep. that while 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 there, it's undeniable that we have um, some pretty strong headwinds in front of us right now, I think that creates a lot of opportunity, um, and that creates um, that there there will be a lot of changes in front of us. So we're certainly seeing that kind of today and. So while, while I think it, it might be easy to um, be pessimistic on the topic of innovation, um, I, I actually see it the opposite. I see this as a, a time where, um, where differentiation is gonna happen between companies and those that really do kind of invest and support these, the, 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 the culture and, and innovative concepts within their organization and really putting that customer first as we've talked about are going to win in the market. I love that. I think it's great to see the ha the half full because even uh, in COVID being a recent example too. I mean, it it did hit the accelerator on innovation and, and sometimes in in models that that weren't a fit and it just maybe faster exits. But you're right. Like I think we've seen we have seen some great tech and I think there's a resilience that that can be uh, that can come out of all of this uh, by by really leveraging what's already in the market and, and developing new approaches. So. That's exciting. I'm excited to see what you have uh, up your sleeves. I know that there's always uh, some interesting works in progress. So I look forward to reconnecting. Uh, but thank you so much for, for joining us today, Brian. Really appreciate you being on the show. Thank you very much, Jocelyn. Yeah, and thanks to the audience for support, your questions, your feedback. And uh, we all love to connect. So feel free to reach out to Brian or myself on LinkedIn with any follow-up questions and, and just to get connected. So thanks again, and we'll talk soon.